Hello, listeners. Welcome to another interview episode. This time, it's, it's a little different. It's not meet the artist. It's meet the CEO. Ooh. We're all four women CEOs on She Will Rock You. We'll take any kind, all kind. Just put a woman in a CEO position. We'll take them. We, we bring you a lot of Meet the Artists, but one thing we also want to highlight is women in all aspects of the music industry. Yes. And so we're going to kick it off with CEO Birdie Bow of B Squared Management, which you'll hear me talk about in a minute. But uh, we've interviewed several of the artists already. You've heard them. If you haven't, go back and listen to them. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. I love I love everyone on the yes. roster. Even if we haven't met you yet, we love you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so nice as well. Like you can tell talking to her that she's a ray of sunshine and she truly yes. like loves what she's doing. Like I loved talking to her. She brightened my day and I've been having a shitty day as Leah, yes. as Leah knows. But um, yeah. Yeah. So if, if you need like a ray of sunshine, just keep listening. Yes. I'm Leah. I'm Beth Ann. And this is She Will Rock You. Where are they getting a dub in a CBS executive meeting? No. Bitch, don't touch my thermostat. <laughs> the ghost be like, pull up before I haul you. Let me turn down the thermostat. This is bad. We're on page one, guys. <laughs> this is She Will Rock You. So we are joined today by the lovely Birdie Bo, CEO and founder uh, and owner of B Squared Management. And I'm super excited about this because some of the artists that we've interviewed recently are B-Squared artists. Yes. And so we love working with B-Squared. Uh, shout out to Sarah and Christina specifically for mm-hmm. hooking us up with great artists. Uh, thanks for coming today. Thank you. And thank you for being so gracious and wonderful to our artists. I know they've been having a great time with you guys. Yeah, we have even more planned in the near future. So listeners, Yay. stay tuned. Um, so I guess to start, tell us a little bit about yourself and about B Squared. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Birdie. I am the CEO and owner of B Squared Management. Um, we are a boutique agency. We offer services that are a la carte uh, for artists who are independent and want to really have full control over their artistry. Um So basically, we offer label services without having to sign a label. And you have your own control over your career, but you can pick and choose what you need at any point in time uh, to really further your music. Awesome. Now, for those who aren't familiar with how the industry works at home, what does a management company like? What are your services that you guys do for artists? Absolutely. So we offer everything from... Um, social media management to artist branding, um, helping an artist develop um, a booking, um, I'm sorry, a writing team if they need one or a production team if they need one. We also do booking. So we uh, book shows as well as tours. Oh my goodness. What else do we do? We do sync and licensing outreach. We do, um, Oh, my goodness. Everything from radio promotion to um, playlist outreach as well. So you guys do kind of everything. (laughs) I think we do. Sometimes I look at our services and I'm like, do we do all those things? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We do. 
no wonder I'm aging so quickly. But um, yeah, we, we do a lot of things. We started, you know, with a much smaller um, service list, but we have grown and I'm, we always, if, if an artist has something that they want to learn or do and we don't know how, we're like, oh, we'll figure that out. We'll learn it. So um, we've added a lot of new services and uh, it's a lot of fun. I love that so much. I love that you guys are just like a full service place to come. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've been wondering since we first like in- got introduced to you guys is where did the name B Squared come from? B Squared uh, came from a couple of reasons. I mean, my name is Bertie Bow, so um, the two Bs from Bertie Bow. But also, I wanted um, a name that really was kind of aligned with my mission, which was, you know, just be squared. It just, just, just tell it like it is. Square it up. Be real with artists, no hidden fees, no hidden agendas, no hidden contracts, no shady stuff, just squared up, be real. And so it just sort of came together and, and I thought that it, that it made sense. That's awesome. And I, we hear so many horror stories, I guess. Of, yes. You know, early artists getting taken advantage of by their management. And I love that you guys are so transparent with your artists. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hugely important. I was an independent artist for many years, and um, I literally got into every bad contract that probably was ever created. Um, I, oh, no. I really got into some rough situations, and I learned the hard way. Um, actually, some of my worst situations happened after being signed, believe it or not. But, but just um, through those. Uh, experiences, I thought, you know, if I ever am on the other side of this thing, I want to maybe uh, bring that to light and help artists by at least saying, don't do these things. I did these things. Don't do those. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, maintain your freedom. I think that's the biggest thing that artists are, you know, they're asked to give up their freedom at every turn. They're asked to sign contracts for booking. They're asked to sign publicity contracts. They're asked to sign record labels. They're asked, you know, it's it's constantly this giving up pieces of your freedom. And I think that's the biggest thing is that, that I don't want artists to feel like they ever have to do that if they don't want to. Yeah. Now, you mentioned you started as an independent artist yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you make that switch from artists to management? Oh, my goodness. Um, So I never received, you know, I never hit the big time like a lot of the bands that we were touring with did. Um, So I my band decided to kind of take a break, do some different things. I and I was in L.A. at the time and I um, went to Nashville and started writing and working um, like wrote some for Entertainment One. And I was writing with other artists and for TV and film. But people from back home, I'm from a very small town, and people from back home would always contact me and say, oh, you know, my my daughter, my niece, my, you know, sister mm-hmm. is trying to get a record deal or needs a producer. How did you do it? How did you get a deal? How did you find a producer? Like, And I was always so, I just loved connecting the dots and, and giving them, you know, my two cents and just helping them. And um one day a friend of mine was like, you are spending more time on the phone doing that than you are 
writing music. Like, I think your passion might be over here. And I was like, you know what? I think you're right. So um, it really started with one artist and um, it, it really just happened organically, I guess. That's awesome. What is the most rewarding part of your job? Oh my goodness. Um, well, it's absolutely when you, when you have successes for an artist, what, whatever that is, um, there is a feeling that, I mean, I always thought that being on stage was the greatest feeling of all time. And it, it, it is amazing, but I never dreamt that helping an artist connect or helping mm-hmm. someone connect with their dream would be that much more powerful and, and rewarding. Um, there's just nothing like it when, even if it's a small win, you know, like, oh, we landed that blog you wanted, or, oh, you know, even if it's a small win or a huge win, if there's just something that I, I cannot explain, it just, it just lights you up from within. It's, it's amazing. I think it's a good reminder that like, you don't have to be an artist to be in the music industry. Like there's, these other jobs that make the music industry tick that are just as rewarding, if not more rewarding than being on stage. Well, what you guys do too. I mean, you're bringing, you're giving artists a way to talk about their art and, you know, I mean, it's just beautiful what you guys are up to. Oh, thank thank you. you. (laughs) We often say it's very fulfilling work. It's a lot of work, but it's so fulfilling every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine how much work goes into a podcast and, you know, editing and it's a lot. It's it it's a lot of dividing, uh, dividing jobs because yes. Lee and I were co-workers. So we kind of learned like, you're really good in this. I'm really good in this. <laughs> and then we just go. Yes. I love it. I love that. Uh, going off of that, what advice do you have for people who are trying to get into the music industry in some way or the other? Um, wow. I guess the biggest advice I can give is if you're feeling it and and you want to do it, go for it. You know, just take that first step. Don't be afraid. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks or what anyone else says or you know, just really be brave and take that step and go for it and trust your instinct. If it's telling you that that's your passion and that's your dream, really listen to it, you know, and lean in. The first step is always the hardest. Yeah, it is. What has been the most surprising part of working in this industry? Oh my goodness. Um, The most surprising part. Well, since I started you know, by myself, just with one artist, um, I never dreamt uh, that I would have this amazing team and this group of incredible, uh, it's been only women for, for, for a very long while. We do have some great guys on board now, but um, it, I never dreamt that I would be able to be part of this cool, cool team that would elevate me and elevate this brand and and be as passionate about it as I am and that has been such a joy that I did not even expect or ever dream that that I could that I could or would have I love that 
so whenever we have artists on the show, we always ask them, like, what artists are your inspiration? So are there any artists out there right now that are your inspiration for the business? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, well, I mean, I'm kind of old school, so I'm a huge Cher fan. I just think yes. Cher. <laughs> yes. Yay, Cher. Um, I think she just exudes power. She's she's all about, you know, owning it at whatever age and just speaking her mind and her truth. Um, Tina Turner is, I just worship her. I, I just, what she overcame in her life. Yeah. And she, I mean, the woman had a number one hit single at 46 years old in the pop right. world. You know, like that's unheard of, and especially... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, especially after what Ike did and everyone tossed her aside in the industry and said, all right, Tina's done. She rebuilt her entire life and was bigger a success than when she was with Ike Turner. Sorry, I get excited about Tina. (laughs) You can ask (laughs) Alicia. I get very excited about Tina Turner. We love Tina. Oh, I love that. I do too. I do too. And and the fact that, you know, in what was it, 85 or 86 when she had that number one hit? I mean, mm-hmm. she was up against 18 year olds, uh, you know, the Debbie Gibsons and the, the Tiffany's of the world. And she right. just blew it out. And um, I don't know. I just think that she is just phenomenal. So I love that both your artists have this that you look up to have this great storyline of perseverance, though, like. Yeah share how many times has she been completely like oh she's gonna be a one-trick pony and she always like surprises audiences and she always Mm -hmm. reinvents like different aspects of who she is and her songwriting style and then tina is just for me the epitome of perseverance her story just personally it's just i look up to that story and what she did yeah i do too just the bravery it took to step out of something and knowing that I may lose my career completely, but yeah. just still having the bravery to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm still going, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try. Absolutely. So, yeah. I accidentally skipped a question on my list, so it's kind of out of place chronologically, but <laughs> do you welcome. think that having the industry experience that you have on the artist side sets you guys apart from like other management companies in the space? Um, you know, I'm sure that many other um, CEOs or owners of talent agencies probably do have a background as an artist. I, it, I feel like it, for me personally, though, I never had, as an artist, I only had men. Okay, it was always men. It, I only had a man manager. I had a man label uh person was that was my connection I had men producers I had it was always men I never had these strong women as mm-hmm. um, people I could turn to or that I could look up to or say you know hey this is how I'm feeling or this is what I'm thinking and and I feel like things maybe you know would have been different or maybe maybe I would have been different or maybe I would have expressed myself in a more full rounded way if I'd mm-hmm. had someone who was a woman um, there for me. And not that we only represent women because we represent, you know, everyone. But um, sometimes I think my perspective as a woman in this industry and having 
gone through a lot of sort of dark actors, you know, things that were not great, um, does sort of set me up at least to be able to give some cautionary tales Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, talk about those experiences and say, hey, you know, I've kind of been there if someone's going through the same thing. So I think in that that respect, maybe so, yes. Yeah, that makes me think of a point we were just talking about with another podcast recently of how just much harder women have it in the music industry, period, specifically in certain subgenres. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's that's still the case with your artists? Do, do you see that? No. Um... You know, I'm such a believer in magnetism and, you know, speaking a truth and saying it as it will be and all of that. So I don't really stay in that space a lot. However, I do know that we as women, we always have to... um, you know, it's there's always this sort of double standard where we mm-hmm. have to be that much greater and that much, mm-hmm. you know, better at it and, 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 you know, bigger than life to get to get that that notice. But um, I do think it's changing. I do think that we're seeing changes across the board that are just so positive. You know, we have more women producers than ever. There's more women engineers than ever. There's more women managers. There's more women CEOs. Look at you guys with your amazing podcast. You know, like there's just so much changing. So um, I'm very hopeful for the future. I know it's just going to keep getting better. That's really awesome to hear because we can just sit here and speculate all day, but we're not working it day to day. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's still, it's a, there's always a struggle. I think sometimes women have to worry about the ulterior motive piece a little bit more. Um, but uh, I think, you know, we rise above and we we uh, we always come out on top. I just, I believe that. Hell yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, b- before I throw it over to Bethann to ask our lightning round questions, where can people find you and B Squared on the interwebs? Yes, yes. So we are B Squared MGMT. So that's B S Q U A R E D MGMT dot com. Um, at Instagram, we're the same B Squared MGMT. And at Facebook, uh, B Squared MGMT one. Go check them out. Check out their roster of unsigned artists and find your new favorite indie artist. Yes. Okay. So first question, what is your go-to Chipotle order? Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. It's a chicken rice bowl um, with the guacamole, the sour cream and um, extra cheese, please. Yes. All of it. All of it. <laughs> Always a bowl. I've never n- not gotten a bowl at Chipotle. I have gotten a burrito once that was at a catering thing. Like it was pre-made. Oh. It was fine. But like there's something magical about a Chipotle burrito bowl with the guac on top. I can't describe oh, the euphoria. I don't know. It's a flavor of euphoria that I can never put my finger on. But... They put something in that guac that keeps you coming back. Bruh, it, it, they so always good. said, they always said that the wives' tale was McDonald's put nicotine in their fries, 
And I'm not saying they're putting nicotine, but it's at least organic, sustainably sourced nicotine. So. Okay. Okay. I can, I can believe that. Yeah. I, I have never heard that McDonald's You've thing before. You've never heard that? <laughs> I've heard sugar. You know that they put sugar in everything and fries and everything, but I don't know. I think true, it's just people have used it to describe how addictive their fries are. So it's an old wives tale. Really what it is, is beef fat is what it is. But you know. Nicotine. Whatever the, whatever the organic equivalent of that is. We'll go with that. Um, yes. If you could sub into front any band for one mm. night, who would mm. it be? Oh my gosh. Well, I could never live up to it. Um, but oh my goodness. I think I love Rival Sons. Do you know Ooh. Rival Sons? Yes. You know them pretty they're well, like, yeah. Yes. They're like my favorite band in life. And I just like, everything they do just gives me chills and I could never live up to the singer because he's phenomenal, but, um, that would be so cool because I just love the vibe and I love what they do. And I just think they're so gritty and just real. And so I'd like to be the badass chick that stepped up to that. Yes. Mic. That'd be cool. yes. <laughs> just do it. I'd watch just, that. Just show up at their concert. You know, I think it'd be fine. <laughs> just give it a try. I was like, hey guys, I'm here. Let's do this thing. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. I love it. Okay. <laughs> if you were to capture your life in a candle scent, what scent would you choose? Now you can choose multiple notes. That's fine. Or you could choose a primary <laughs> scent. This is more of an open question. Oh my gosh. Um, well, three things came to mind, and I'm sure they're awful together. I have no idea. But <laughs> Make one of those grape- layered candles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This is going to be a weird layer. I think grapefruit, okay. vanilla, okay, and um, rose. I could see those working. Yeah. Does the rose work with the vanilla? I don't know. Like I was thinking that should be chocolate or something, but I don't know. I like I, I like roses for the romantic thing. I like the vanilla for the sweetness. Yeah. I don't know. It's well, like a citrusy vanilla floral. Yeah. If you especially if you did it layered, like that vanilla works perfectly with grapefruit and can work perfectly with rose. So I think yeah, I think that could be a good option. Yeah, we, we'll just start a fragrance company. Let's just do yes. this thing. B squared yeah. candles. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, my girl Jordan. Um, she's our head of artist development. She loves. I mean, she literally is like, I spent half my paycheck on, on candles. So I'll have to tell her this ideal. She'll be so. Thankful. <laughs> and yes, Jordan. I just told the whole world that you spent half of your paycheck on candles. That's okay. So. My husband knows as soon as fall comes around. I'm in Bath and Body Works and I'm doing that, those like four candles because I'm burning through them. Oh, Fall love it. and winter, I'm very specific with my scents. I don't yes. know where Are I'm you like from. pumpkin spice? You like that? I like pumpkin spice, but I like more earthy tones. So I like teak wood. I like mm-hmm. cinnamon. Leaves. Leaves. The leaves mm. Everything. Mm. Like wow. a good earth smell. And then for yeah. like... Uh, holiday time it's balsam it's balsam type mm. smells oh balsam yes that's so sweet that's just so yeah that's just oh thank you for having me it's an honor and we're so excited to be working with you and again thank you so much for being so kind and gracious to our artists and just 
Good luck with everything. I know you guys are going to be huge. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All the way. Lucky charms. I love them. I want to eat them right now. Oh, my gosh. You guys are <laughs> with little lucky charms by the candles. Um, yeah, I think I would be lucky charms because I want to be lucky for my artist. And um, I just think it's, it's, I just dig it. It's fun. Love it. Oh, <laughs> great, great questions. <laughs> well, we like to ask the hard hitting questions here on She Will yeah. Rock You. Yes. We, we yes. pull no punches. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so much fun. Uh, we can't wait to speak to more of your artists yes. in the future. Thank you for listening. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you like the show. Special thanks to Death of Fawn for our intro riff. You can visit our website at shewillrockyou.com. There you'll find links to our social, the show notes, and a place where you can contact us. Other than that, don't do drugs. <laughs>